1: This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers and Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Five o'clock straight up in the Southland. A live imagery. Tuesday action. Oh, shit out of a cap. Thanks to Tim Bonteps there. Fired up the uh, the Twitter and the YouTube chat. That's a good thing. Yeah. That means it was compelling content, Cappy, as we say.
2: Well, I felt like George was bringing Tim in to give him a beatdown. No, that's not what it was. Let's talk
3: about it in a moment, because it's time for what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from
1: wherever you are. Take it away, producer.
0: Thanks, Christopher. So, guys, McDonald's has introduced new menu items, but only available here in Southern California for now. Uh, the fast food chain is offering two new food items, a cheesy jalapeno sausage egg McMuffin, which sounds awesome, and a cookies and cream pie, uh, which is like, you know, like a variation, mm. I guess, of like the, or, it's an Oreo. Like an Oreo pie, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah which I've never had one. I uh, not That sounds good, actually. I thought that the picture looked a little weird. you don't it, like it, an Oreo pie? It looks. I've ugly. never had an Oreo pie.. Okay.
2: I just want to go back to the did you say an egg mcMuffin?
0: Yes, jalapeno jalapenos, uh, jalapenos in it. Yes. so it sounds it's good. they say it's it has all the aspects of a McMuffin that people know and love, plus a cheddar cheese sauce and pickled jalapeno slices.
2: Hey, pickled mm. jalapenos sound really good. The mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. what kind of cheese? What'd you say?
0: Some no, kind cheddar of, cheese. No, cheddar cheese and pickled jalapeno did you say it was melted cheddar? Cheddar cheese sauce.
2: Sauce. Oh. Yeah, I feel like
0: that's, kinda like that's kind
2: of like... heavy.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't McDonald's want breakfast is fine. It doesn't need to... It's classic. I do it every once in a while. It's fun. What do you no, get? Classico. I like to get... So, by the way, in, a straight-up Egg McMuffin is not a horrible right. breakfast no, option. Still, if you stay away from the hash brown and stuff, you're fine. Yeah.
0: It's actually like the most complete yeah. breakfast. They say they did that on purpose.
1: I love that. Now, I McMuffin do enjoy good. the Sausage Egg McMuffin. Yeah. No, that's, that's
2: a game changer. Sausage yeah. Egg and Cheese McMuffin yeah. is so a game good. changer. So Very good. good. Because the sausage has a grease to it that yeah. is just so good. Yeah. yeah. Just slides right through you. It's oh, nice. Yeah. It's great. It Sometimes you need that first yeah. thing in the morning, but, don't you? Uh,
3: right? The McDonald's hash browns are really good. They're really good. Because, like, the fries, they're really good. Yeah. You know? I had some hash browns. Why? breakfast a bunch of times in Vegas. Really? You mean oh. McDonald's hash browns? No. Or just regular, like, at the hotel. Uh-huh. Yeah. For breakfast, well, not just hash browns. I got
1: like well, especially eight. when you're in a Vegas hotel, you mm-hmm. gotta partake in the breakfast, yeah. even if it's 3 a.m. It's delicious. You just gotta get the breakfast well, in you at the, some point. P-
3: where we were at, they had uh, a place that had breakfast 24 oh, hours. Did you get a
2: bagel at all? Everything bagel? No. Little locks. I like bagels, but cream cheese. And I like everything bagel, but no. capers. I, no, I onions, did, tomatoes. I did nothing.
3: Fairly uh, healthy breakfast. I did egg white omelet, uh, a little black forest ham with uh, cheddar, and then uh, some wheat toast. And uh, and then a little hash browns. Lovely.
1: Yeah. Lovely. It's delicious. Uh, Bruce Alora said in my ear, which I enjoyed, but it should have been on the air. uh, Add the Mexican sauce to the... uh, What what Mexican sauce? Well, if
3: you go to the good stuff, they have a bunch of them in the South Bay. They've got... uh, No, no.
0: McDonald's. Oh. McDonald's, they have a Mexican sauce. Oh, If you add that that to your your sausage egg McMuffin sandwich... Yeah. Mm. It drips. Oh, it's so good. I, oh, I thought you
3: were referring to this because when I go to the beach down in Hermosa, they have a good stuff there right by the pier, and they have great Mexican sauce yeah, for, your, for your breakfast.
2: So good, yeah. yeah. You know what else is uh, McDonald's? A a bacon, egg, and cheese. A biscuit? Biscuit. What's great about that is about two, three bites the in, so the biscuit starts breaking apart yeah. into little pieces. Yeah, yeah. You know? And yeah. then it just kind of melts into the cheese and yeah. the egg mm, and the yeah. whole deal. Yeah, yeah. So good. How do
0: you guys feel about the... Um the McGriddles. I'm a fan uh, It's a little too sweet for me. I don't like
2: sweet and savory.
0: Yeah. I love really? it. I really so I like it. separation yeah. of They're church and bacon. state. Yeah. What yeah. I like though is yeah. I like yeah. the
2: creativity. Yeah. I like everybody knows that dipping sausage into syrup sausage. is a great thing. So to have a pancake patty with 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 no. syrup it's already infused I don't, I don't love it either. I just like oh, the I theory. Do.
0: Oh, it's good. Get some the, the table, meat and time. the sweet. Perhaps that's I will. Awesome. I remember well, when they first came amazing. out. I was like, yes, oh, good. so good. Yeah. Delish.
1: Yeah. Not for me. I'm yawning a lot today. Really? Well, I think you want coffee? Tired. You need I think some it's, pixie dust. I think it's finally has caught up to me it's yeah. Thursday since Thursday night Friday. to now. Yeah. That you need always happens. Something from Chris Ward. Green Cross
3: of Torrance By the Way.
1: I now micro Chris Ward all day long. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel that. It's helping me a lot. But for you, the anxiety is is really in a good place right now. But I will say this: last night. To help, uh, oh, let's walk it out. That's what you need to know. This, oh know. yeah,
3: brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less
1: than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Remind me, I have two things to tell you that are uh, related to the show. So last night, to uh, do a little producer Laura celebration birthday, because uh, Cappy Thank and I yes. missed it while we were busy doing other stuff over the weekend, which it's fine. We yeah, happy birthday, Laura. Yeah, Thank you. We weren't invited to the actual party, so we decided to have our own okay, party. party. Actually, I, actually, I, the
2: I, boycotted, party I boycotted the party, just to be clear. So
1: we went across the street after the show to the great El Cholo right here at uh, downtown LA, oh, across the street, so across, next to our hotel, East Central. Joe over there, the manager, took care of us with an opening round Don Julio Blanco shop. which, oh. I, as we know, okay. I love Tequila mandawa but I also love Don Julio Blanco.
2: Morales and I walked in, like, from Succession, you know, the Disgusting Brothers? Yes. You remember those two mm-hmm. guys? Yeah. That was us. We were going to be disgusting. We were going to eat so much.
1: So I go with the great... First of all, we take down like a basket of chips just sitting there. Right, yeah. Then I order, remember the chips and cheese, the Carmen yeah. nachos? Oh, so just good. Just chips and oh, cheese so where good. the
2: ch- the grease is dripping. Right. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. But then the fresh guacamole the fresh on the side. And you like that over there. Oh, I love that.
1: And then yeah. here's the move. Light uh, on the
2: jalapenos, though. That we, yeah, yeah, we, we also did the same. Yeah.
1: So we destroy that. And then I said, guess what I'm going to do, sucker? Hmm? The taste of history plate. Oh. That's four-item yeah, combo. Yeah, that's so good. Two rolled beef tacos, two cheese enchiladas. And then this was my father's move back in the day. This
2: is disgusting. Wait till you hear this. The
1: handmade tortilla. The giant one. Like the the size of your steering wheel. Yeah. yeah. Four packets of butter in the tortilla where you leave them whole. Yeah. And then you take, after you eat your four items, you take the beans, the rice, (laughs) the lettuce, the salsa, the enchilada sauce.
2: And you make a giant burrito, dude. And then BAM Dude. And my wow. friend, I needed to be wheeled out of there if, last night. If, if you would have seen this, this man put down this whole plate, right? Yeah. And then he made a monster, monster burrito. And I'm like, bro, not only is it the carbs, but all that butter and uh, everything else. And I just kept encouraging him to go yeah, yeah. and go and go. And, 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 and during go all this- home.
1: I didn't feel any sort of. I didn't feel bad at all. I just kept moving. Right. It was like I was in rarefied air, and it didn't hit me till I hit the bed. At you East were having Central. the Jordan flu game, exactly. Yeah. At about nine o one p.m., it just all hit me, and I was well, like, "Uh oh."
2: Yeah. Here's what happened though. So mm. while Morales got the the four around the world dish, I tasted history. I got the fajita dish. I'm trying to do like I'm. I feel like fajitas yeah. give you enough that you don't have to ever touch the tortillas. Right. So there's shrimp and chicken and onions you know and peppers. What you, you should have. Tell me. The
3: carnitas dish they have. Yeah, that's oh yeah, nice. I yeah. mean it's a huge chunk of pork. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and they got, and they have all this stuff that you, you put into all. the right, the, the, in the, the rice, fajita, the yeah.
2: beans, the whole thing. Yeah. So I'm sitting there sucking on like the sour cream and the guac yeah. and the rice and the beans and the chicken and the shrimp and yeah. all the vegetables, and at the end, at the end, just for a little dessert, yeah. I finally decide to make myself a fajita on like a a, a you know a a flour tortilla, tortilla yeah. right? And I pound this thing down. The, when he says they wheeled us out of there, dude, the two of us. We're walking the streets of downtown LA for about 40 minutes after we Just left. Just because you
3: needed to, you need yeah, to walk it, it off. But yeah, it wasn't it. even
2: a walk; it was like a slow a stroll. It was kind of like you could hear our feet dragging on the ground because we couldn't really move. Yeah, I swear to you, we were. I, why did we eat like that? We were gluttonous. It was gluttonous. Yeah, did I you don't have, know why we did that to ourselves. Did you have a gummy last night. before? Is that what? No it is? gummy. Oh.
1: No, I just needed to get tequila back in my blood because it had been, like, at that point, 14 hours or something. There you go. Well,
2: the funny part of it is, is Morales and I are talking about last Friday, from the softball game until where we are right now. Correct. And I've kind of made this whole big thing, like, well, I drove from south-south L.A. to West Covina, West Covina to downtown L.A., then I was in Santa Barbara, then I was up in, in San Luis Obispo, and then I was back down. I haven't been home. I have not been home since I left at noon on Friday. And I think, like, I've been on this whirlwind tour. You, dude... You've kind of been doing the same thing, because yeah. you left us on Friday after your horrendous performance in the softball oh, game. I mean, you didn't Open have to
1: throw yourself. that in. You didn't have to throw that in. Leave it alone.
2: I had one error. You had four. I had three. You had two. Yeah. No, one. How'd you do it Second.
3: I didn't find it. How about that error it was that you in, the, had in second? No, it was no, Andy Kamonetsky who, had, who Not, made No, the no error that second. was that
2: was the one where he couldn't catch the ball.
3: No, I didn't make I didn't get it. I didn't have any issues at second base.
2: Right, I'm reviewing the film tonight.
3: I'm just telling I'm, you, the I'm reviewing only the film. I couldn't get to one ball in the no, outfield Hendrick was, and I almost collided.
1: That was the ball that broke my heart. By the way, had, And then
3: the one that hit the glove, that's legit
1: that like, broke my heart too. That's the legit. Had error. you run
3: into Hendrick. Oh, I would have been. Toast. You'd have been oh. in huge trouble. Oh my God, he's like a he's like an, an NFL anvil. linebacker. He's an anvil.
2: Right, he is. He's like Jim the Anvil Nyhart, dude. He he should just grow that little goatee. He <laughs> yeah. should. He made the catch of the night off the only time a I ever put the drive. bat on the ball. Yeah, line drive. Yeah, crushed that. Was ball. Was that you? I yeah. didn't know that was you. I crushed that ball. Yeah. Anyway, where were we? I don't so, know. But. So what'd you do? You left because we all I have went been whirlwinding the, the sunset room. Right, you stopped for by the after for a party. second. Yeah, you know what? A lot of people's theory was on why you stopped by. Why? They said that you were so bad in the game that you didn't want people talking about it on Monday or Tuesday. So you actually stopped by to kind of like no, suck I up to everybody. No, I stopped by because
3: it's off the sixty, and it was on my way
2: home. I'm just telling you what people said. I didn't say that. People I think said you're that.
3: the only person. No, I said it, it too. Yeah. yeah, Morales did. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't. I didn't think
2: I played that poorly.
1: I just wanted. I said I talked a lot of bad stuff about you yesterday to yeah. see who would report back to you to try to break us. Nobody up. actually. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Shocking. Actually.
2: Nobody. Shocking. The circle of trust did not contact you and go. You should hear the things that Morales is saying about you. No.
1: Because I, you know me, I like to test out people's alliances. Yeah, no, I didn't see hear it, who's either. a rat among us. Because usually Cappy's a rat. Yeah.
2: yeah, I didn't have to be a rat. I was sat right here for it. I agreed with it all. Of course, you did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, what an oh, ass What a whooping! What a beatdown!
3: Yeah, it was bad. It was crazy because again, it was t- all knotted up at three after three innings, and then it just was an explosion. Yeah. Um. Pepe. Text me. Pepe Mantilla? The great color commentator.
1: He was great. All Star Friday night.
3: He was listening to the the uh, 25 minutes or so we did with Tim Bontemps, and he says, Really weird, but for the first time, I agree with you and Cappy on the Lakers' 48 wins. With you, I agree most of the time, but Cappy, LOL. <laughs>
2: Come on, Cappy. <laughs> well, and it's funny because I'm kind of getting beaten up here in the circle of trust this afternoon about how I'm telling Bontemps to keep his Laker hate going. And here's why, though. Because when you, a dissenting opinion. Right. When you turn on ESPN and you watch Stephen A. Smith or you watch Kendrick Perkins, here's what I'm getting at it's an all day, everyday conversation. Mm-hmm. These guys know that the Lakers are ratings winners. Right. They know that LeBron is a ratings winner. Of course. So they talk about him incessantly. Proven. I am like, well, that's what we're going to talk about this afternoon. Yeah. Because we're here. Right. But I like the fact that Bontemps is the only guy, it seems like, who's, who does have a dissenting opinion. Um, I don't know. I feel like Laker fans have been,
3: they generally get really mad at stuff I say on this show. No, no, but like. Per, regularly, but, right? But like, is that a fair assessment, Chris?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we did the whole bit, remember? And John did it. That's the day Sedano got really mad mm-hmm. when Ireland was, like, going doubling down on that the Lakers hate him. Mm-hmm. I don't think they hate you as much anymore because success makes everybody kind of smile in the, the playoff run well, last year. and I'm just fair. When they've
3: been good, I've said they're going to be good. But when they haven't been good and they've made mistakes, I've called them out on mistakes. Like... How is that? Because I'm not going to shill for them like Ireland does? I well, mean, but, what do you want but me to do? A, He's an employee. He should right, be shilling.
2: Right, but Stephen A talked about the offseason and how impressed he was with the, the, what they've it done. Was good, it was a good offseason. Right, but Bond Temps is says a guy. Says just fine. It's only, they're no better. Right. That's it's, what Bond Temps it's says. fine. They're no better. So I say to Bond Temps, keep it going. Yeah. Do your thing, bro. Right. Do you. Yeah, don't get caught up and everybody has to suck up to the Lakers. Uh, I would agree. And everybody in the circle is like, oh, there he goes again. I was like, bro um. Not everybody has to suck up to these guys. Well, and everybody can
3: have and is entitled to their opinion. Well, he lives in New York. I mean, that Dante DiVincenzo opinion is ridiculous, though. Well, as I, I told mean, him. I know you did. I mean, get out of here with that Dante DiVincenzo. If the mm, Lakers would have signed Dante DiVincenzo, as I told them, and then be right. title contenders. Bon Temps sure. would
2: tell you they're better right. than Denver right, right now on paper. Right. Way to go, Bon Temps. DiVincenzo. <laughs> I like that guy. Yeah, I... You don't even know what he looks like. Who? DiVincenzo. Bon Temps. Oh. Oh, I know what Bon Temps looks oh, like. Yeah, you know what he DiVincenzo? Looks like. I know what he looks like. What does he look like? He's kind of like a. It's kind of like a light-skinned white guy, you know what I mean? <laughs> As you know? opposed to a a, a dark-skinned white guy. Yeah, right. Okay,
1: Cap, you're going to the you're skating on some ice. Am I? Eh, just a little bit. What do you got in the cup? What do you think? Uh, I hope something good. <laughs> nah, he's gonna drive us back to OC tonight. Yeah. Hmm.
3: All right, coming up next, we never got to the Clayton Kershaw stuff. The Dodgers are winning though 5 to 1. They're they're going to they're running.
1: Did we get the game on in right here? Baltimore. No, I'm I I say it, it is a final. I have it huh? on. It, it is in? not a final. What inning is it? In? Uh,
3: it looks like it's like the top of the 3rd.
1: No, oh, top of it. the 4th they're going. Well, the way baseball moves now, we could get it in before 7 o'clock.
3: Yeah. 6:30. 6:30 today.
1: Oh, what's on today? Angels, Angels. again?
3: Yeah. Angels Yankees. Dun,
1: yeah. da, 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 da. I mean, that's a big one. <laughs> So, uh, all right, let's
3: get into this Kershaw stuff, because it was kind of ominous. It didn't, it didn't sound good. All right, let's get to that
2: next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E.
1: It's a live imagery Tuesday, quarter after 5 p.m. in the Southland. Are you okay? You've been choking. Yeah, I have
2: been been choking for a couple of minutes here. You want a
1: kiss from a rose? Do you well. That's a good job, then. Nice job. On this day, back in 1994, Seal released Kiss from a Rose Mm -hmm. as a single from his album Seal. And the Batman Forever soundtrack. Now, that's right. It was part of the Batman Forever soundtrack. This song, I think, was, was on top. I wouldn't say number one, but it was hovering Top five in the charts, like, the entire year. This song was monstrous. Oh, my God, it was huge. This is what made uh, Heidi Klum want to marry him. Yeah. And then she broke his heart. Mm.
3: She did break she his heart. She broke
2: Seal's heart. And now she's on America's Got Talent. But, I mean, Seal could sing his ass off, which is how he could get a chick like Heidi Klum. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because he was ripped, dude. He was yoked. Yeah. yeah. But, uh... I don't know. You're going to say deal? something about his
1: face. Well, what was you're the deal? You're such a bad guy. What was you're the gutless. deal? You are a gutless. You had a, you had a complexion you're
2: issue. You gutless. Was that news to everybody? I, I mean, you got. A, it was like, like he was like in a fire. He, I, I don't here? know. I'm asking.
3: You got like a mole or something here, like one of these things. What that's do you right?
2: Such a. B- yeah, that's right. You know, you're like Drew Brees
3: when he had. We had his removed. Not quite like that.
2: I mean, Drew Brees was up here. It was a lot longer. And it was furry. Why did he get it removed? Probably because he was self-conscious about it. Yeah. Because people like you were probably like, "Hey, Drew! Oh no! Look at your I look at your giant well, mole." I used to do a bit. Remember this,
3: Morales? I used to call it Drew Bre- Bergman. Do you remember what I used to call Drew Brees when we worked at Fox Sports Radio in the early two thousands? Right. So, well, get on the microphone. People can't hear you. Oh, you're a, you're so gutless. Yeah. You're a cheap shot What did shot I used artist? to say when I would bring up Drew Brees? I would say Drew Breeze like and The birthmark what? thing. Yeah. I would say it's Drew Brees and the thing on his face. Oh yeah, right. wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Wow. You're gutless, and you can't throw the ball. I just hit you You, a couple minutes ago. Oh, look at him. Just got him right in the face. And you hit the microphone. God, you got no reflexes. You got nothing. It's
1: been a long five days. I
2: know it has. I know it has. Yeah, I used to call it a breeze of mole. A breeze of mole. Yeah. See, that
1: could fly down in San Diego. Right, yeah. 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 (laughs) In fact...
2: In fact, ah, at one time, ah, one time, you, 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 early you and Cilio
1: come up with that yeah, in the lab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true story. Or hacksaw.
2: Don't true. Forget. True story. No this way, hacksaw is, would say that. No, no. But this is a true story. I'd say it's probably about like 2004 ish, and Breeze is still the quarterback of the Chargers, yeah. and they actually are all of a sudden like gaining towards a playoff race, you know, and uh, and we we went to an art store and we bought like this fuzzy brown tape. And we cut out like a thousand of them and we sold them for like a dollar a piece and people were all wearing them on their face. And then like we took the money. I don't remember what happened. There was like some, I don't know, hurricane somewhere and we were donating money to the Red Cross. But yeah, we sold Breeza Oh, nice. And freaking a thousand people were walking around wearing these little furry fuzzy stickers on their face. thing on his face. Including the general manager at the time of the Chargers. He thought it was funny. There you go. He wore one. I'm but, gonna get you one, but Drew. Def- I would totally wear it. Oh, Drew thought it was hilarious. Oh, okay, good. It's probably why he got it removed, though. After all. <laughs> <laughs> God, these guys are making money off my thing.
0: <laughs>
3: um, Clayton Kershaw. So, did you see this? This quote is this. Is there audio of this, or is just a quote? No,
0: he told it. He was doing an interview with the Orange County Register.
3: Okay, so give us the kind of the rundown of what he was saying here, Lens, real quick. Just because he was talking about his injury, and he is done. Yeah, he's kind of saying like he doesn't know when
2: he's going to pitch again. Dude, Clayton Kershaw is preparing Dodger fans for here's my reality. I'm a father. I got four kids. I'm a wife. I want to have a life. I'm I don't a want wife.
0: To... He's a wife.
2: Oh, I'm, I've got four kids. I'm a father. <laughs> I have a wife. Yeah. You know, and I would like to live the rest of my life. And not have my arm hanging off my body. Yeah, I get it. So what is what are some of the things that Clayton said? He
0: said it's weird, he feels completely fine, and his shoulder feels good. But uh, he said, I've just been told it has to rest. And if I didn't get an MRI, I'd probably be pitching this weekend. That was the other day.
3: Right, and I mean, then he mentioned the wife and the kids stuff. Yeah. And he has to factor it when it comes to baseball. So,
2: Well, the other part of it is, is he says, hey, look, if I'm going to play next year, I can't come back and be like half of what I was. Right. i got to come back and be good. Right. You know, Which so
0: is is very admirable of him, especially because he said, well, you know, with the kind of money that we get paid, I don't want to come back and just be like half halfway there.
3: Yeah, so good for him. So I agree with that part of it. But this is this is kind of the deal with him. Like we just kind of know that he unfortunately his body has betrayed him here the last several years.
2: Yeah, but it, I always compare it to LeBron. You know, he's he's a great, great Dodger. Um, one of the greatest in the, the organization's history. Mm-hmm. And every year, because of, of the wear and tear... The last five, for sure. Yeah, yes. be, because yeah. of the wear and tear, yeah. combined with the age, yeah. he's he's inclined to get hurt right. annually mm-hmm. and then miss a significant period of time. Right. And then the question is, can he make it back in time to get into the postseason and actually be impactful? And we've seen what's happened in the postseason with Kershaw over the last couple of years. yeah. So... I actually I agree. Who said admirable? It is admirable that a guy is saying, "Hey, look, um, I'd love to play, but they're telling me I can't, and I'm not going to play next year and be bad if they're going to pay me, you know, top starter kind of money." I honestly I know this is not going to sound good, and people aren't going to hear it. It's uh, they, because he's still <clears throat> pitching well when he pitches. Pe- people are going to say, "Come on, dude, you're just you're pulling out your San Diego card." No, I'm. T- I think Kershaw. There's something really wrong. Yes, he doesn't know what it is. No one. Well, let me rephrase that. No one is telling us. What is really wrong with Kershaw, and the fact that they've been so coy about it all this time yeah. intimates to me that it's much worse than 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 we all know. So after his f-
3: first season in 2008, where you know he pitched, uh, he had 22 games he pitched in. Okay, from 2009 all the way to 2019, he averaged nearly 30 starts mm-hmm. every year, mm-hmm. and then. You started to see so, and now there was one year, I guess, in 2016, where he only pitched 21 times. But that that was only it. At that point, we had only seen like one season where he got a little dinged up and didn't play, and then he was he was toughing it out. He was pl- pitching well, but after the 2019 season, 2020, now I get that there was COVID, but only 10 starts. Or there were guys that started way more than that. 22 last year, 22 the year before that. 16 right now. It's just, you're seeing it. The last several years have not been healthy years for him.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's,
3: he's pitched through a lot of injuries historically. And I think to your point, it's why we are here now.
2: Right. I just feel like when you're his age, and I, I don't even know how old is Kershaw? 35? 30s. Five. Okay. So when you're 35 years old, and you are married, and you've got four kids, right. and you do have a World Series ring. You've done and everything you, are you need to a do. Cy Young Award winner, yeah. and you are a surefire first ballot Hall of Famer. He's arguably the greatest regular season pitcher in the history of the sport. Okay. Um, all right. I mean, I thought you were going to say the history of the Dodgers, but okay. No, um, in the no, uh, like regular there. season numbers. One of the greatest. You, okay, hold on a second. What's the problem? The
1: greatest Dodgers single season performance record is Oral Hershiser. Okay, not Clayton Kershaw.
3: I'm
2: not saying single season. He's not saying single season. No, I know I he s- didn't say single yeah. season.
1: In the he
3: if you look at the numbers and you just compare regular season numbers to regular season numbers on any any era, he is in the conversation for the best pitcher ever in that in that particular category.
2: Yeah, I just I I fear for Kershaw. Yeah, that he's done. I agree that he's like he's. That's st- why ominous. Yeah, he's sitting here going. Shoulder feels fine. Well, if it feels fine, then you think you'd be able to pitch. No, I can't. They won't let me. Okay. Well, um, yeah, because they're probably holding out hope that a month from now... He feels better. You might be able to come back and actually contribute. Yeah. This is why I said at the beginning of the year... What did you say, And everybody laughed at me. What? Everybody thought it was a horrible idea. What? But it was a brilliant idea. What's that? Don't pitch Kershaw until after the All-Star break. Because, Uh, as you point out... He's got 16 starts in the first half of the season, right? Mm-hmm. So you wanted him to have the 16 starts and then break down in October before he even started October. I was hoping that maybe he could get all the way to the end <laughs> he's from from now. Well, I mean, he's used to break down in he the playoffs. Couldn't, he, so couldn't even, he couldn't even get to
3: the All Star break
2: before. Uh, That's my point. Over. But my point is, if you let's say we started him after the All Star break, if you do the math, he would have broken down in September. All right, don't. Pitch Clayton Kershaw (laughs) until game 100. Until like August? Yeah, wait until game 100. (laughs) Two weeks
3: away from August. What is he like? Remember Roger Clemens did that a couple of times. Like he just came back like in the middle and then there was like that, um, there's that funny soundbite that we used to play when I worked at Fox Sports Radio too where it's Susan Waldman going, Roger Clemens Uh, is in Georgia's box. (laughs) (laughs) That was before he signed, remember? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, I think Clayton Kershaw's toast, man.
3: Yes. By the way, Susan Waldman is the Yankees uh yeah. radio uh
2: announcer. So. Um but yeah,
3: I it's not good. It's Yeah.
2: It sucks, man. But you know on the other hand, I got to say one thing. You know, you look at the Dodgers and with all the injuries to the starting pitching this year and certain guys Still producing. I mean, Mookie, right. Freddie, yeah. Uh, I mean, they're in first mean, place. Yeah. Well, this is what I'm getting at. Yeah. <laughs> they got to first place before the end of the first half of the right? season. Yeah. And just coming out here in the second half of the season, they took two out of three from the Mets. They beat Baltimore last night. They, yeah. They're winning this game right yeah. now. And Fuego, as Arizona has fallen apart. Yeah. As San Diego has fallen worse, the, way the more Giants apart. Are still
3: there though, and, you know that's but, that's but weird.
2: The Dodgers, I think, are going to wind up ultimately running away with the division in a well, year where. Their starting pitching is broken down. Their bullpen hasn't been very good, and yet they still outscore everybody. Right, but when
3: we talked about this season, we told you we, we talked about how they would have some ups and downs because the roster is not what it's been in the past. Uh, we didn't think the bullpen would be this much of a disaster, but we did talk about Arizona, young team that eventually they'll tail off. The Giants are like this scrappy team. You know, they're not uber talented but they have a scrappy squad and they've got farhan zaidi who used to work for the dodgers uh who knows how to build a team so there's that part of the equation and then your padres your gutted little padres are disaster no they are a disaster and i yeah. love it i'm here
2: for it all day long yeah. i freaking love it
1: give I me a to- stringer update in the uh in the dodgers game what do we got
2: what do we got let's see chris taylor oh, has ahead. just reported in
1: it's up here. I just meant yep. the score or what, anywhere. Right, yeah, it's, well, uh, I'm waiting
2: for uh, Spectrum to put it back up on the screen. Oh, I thought you had it on your screen. Well, I did, but then I realized how far behind I was. It's five to one in the bottom of the fourth. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. My man, they're doing
0: Dodgers updates over there.
2: Real Dodger talk. Real Dodgers talk. That's right.
3: Yeah. Um, Cappy, you know what I want to get into with you after Radio Tinder? I do not. I do you. not know. I'll tell you. Oh. I want to get into this running back thing All right. in the NFL. All right. Because Tony Pollard, Jacobs, and um, Saquon Barkley mm-hmm. are all in the same boat right now. And it's it's a really tough deal right now. Like, if I, like, not that I don't think my kid's going to play football, but if he plays
2: football, I'm gonna be like, definitely don't be a running back. Yeah, be a, be a defensive end. Or a wide receiver. Yeah. Or anything but a running back, right. really. If you had Saquon Barkley's body in high school, and you were his coach, you'd be like, okay, listen, man, linebacker. Running, running backs don't make money in the yeah. league anymore. Be an outside linebacker.
3: Yeah, like a pass-rushing linebacker, mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. It's crazy to me.
2: It's not that crazy to me. It, it's just become an interesting story. Okay, well, let's get into why it's an interesting story. Or not. I believe it is. No, I mean, it is. It's just, it's just not that shocking, is all I'm saying. What is shocking?
3: What is or what is not? What is shocking? Is it shocking that it's an interesting story or that it's not an interesting story?
2: No, it's shocking that um, that everybody in the league at the same time has decided to stop paying running backs. So you think they're colluding? Not really. I just think everybody looks at them and goes, you don't need to you don't need a, a number one guy anymore. Perhaps. But there's also
3: some math behind this because, you know, I always love a good math. All right, I'm interested. So we'll tell you what that's all about in a second. Radio Tinder, though, first. Then we'll get into this whole running back conundrum in the National Football League. Morales is here for Lit 710 ESPN.
1: 12 in front of 6 p.m. in the Southland on a live image Tuesday on Shinado and Cap. On this day, back in 1995, Selena's oh. fifth and final album, Dreamy of You, was released. This is the title track there, uh, Cappy. Dreamy. Do you remember way back when on the morning LZ show when we did this? LZ said he was crying or and, LZ starts and we crying. made fun of him. <laughs>
3: why would you guys about.
2: make fun of him, you jerks? Why would you make fun of him? Because he's like- You guys suck. He was so young, it was man. He was one of the
3: few times when Key and I agreed on something. <laughs> that you guys true. are so <laughs> sad. Yeah, that was in the first version of the why, show. Why? What happened? What, what, why he was started he crying, crying,
1: talking about it. We're like, really? He did. He started weeping. It was like- he I mean, we all love Selena, and the story is of tragic, but- Yes, you don't need to cry about it.
2: Yes, you do. Not- I literally had to <laughs> preview this song. Yeah, but, uh, because I know Laura, that it I touches, would
1: start. It touches you a little bit more than LZ. That was our right. point. That was the point. As, yeah. as LZ was laying it on a little bit.
2: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Laura seems I'm very compassionate. Laura seems like she has much more. Like she <laughs> I'm has. I'm mad at she you guys. I'm so mad. We're not laughing at Selena. We're laughing at LZ. No, for at LZ, I know. Right? Yeah, I know. I know. But LZ that's still to messed up. How'd that go over? What Laughing at oh, LZ. It was, it was well, funny. It, la- it was a fun movie. Well, LZ for liked while. us. He I was going like
3: to say LZ likes everybody. No, that's true. No, that's that not is not my true.
2: Problem. Well, it was not I mean, was my problem, I guess. Yeah, For a while, was my problem. I don't know why LZ hated me so much.
3: <laughs> really? Yeah, one why? day you guys
1: will. There'll be a reunion. Why did you, do you
3: I have love an answer? LZ. Do, you, do you have like an answer? No, I like, don't. I don't. Like
2: there's
1: just one. I mean, answer? I've got audio if
2: you want. <laughs> you <know>? Not here. <laughs> I mean, I've got my opinions. It's in the archives I, at home. We can I, bring it out. I've got my opinions as to why you hated. It, it started
1: man. early too. It was like day three, and yeah. I was
2: like, "It oh, really oh, was, Cappy." I remember yeah. I had
3: to do a Zoom call with the two of them, just like try to make sure they all were all good. You know what I mean?
2: I know. I think I kept the voicemail LZ sent me. You know where he like called me. He's like, "Yo, man, like I'm." uh,
1: He's not. Don't do the Tony Bruno uh, uh." (laughs) version.
2: Yeah, he hated me. Yeah, I think I'm a lovable guy. I really do. I do. You grow on people. You got to grow like a fungus, though, Mm -hmm. like that thing on your toenail. You see my toenail the other night? Gross. Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah. You see it? Showed it to me. Well, I, you know, you left the sunset room. Yeah, I had to go. By the way. What did you think of the burger at the Sunset Room? It was very good. Outstanding. Yes. Not very good. It was very good. Excellent. Yeah. Did I tell you most underrated burger on the planet? Uh, You did, yes. Think that's fair? Uh, Sure. I'll go with that. Okay, thank you. So anyway, you left. You know, here I am. I'm wearing yeah. my shorts that I played in the game with. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing a Pearl Jam t-shirt that doesn't match what I'm wearing. Eyes
1: are a deep red that we haven't seen before. Deep red.
2: Yeah. I'm wearing my flip flops and I'm doing the pony dance on the dance floor with Morales, right? Anseli. I saw.
1: I saw the video of Christopher
2: Ansley. Did you see the video of, of Bergman? Uh, I did. Yes. Yeah. Kids got moved. Impressive. Well, huh? I,
3: I've seen Bergman dance. Nobody's seen that lo- before. No, that's not true. Laura and I made him dance one time. Yeah, but Not did. like that. Come on. Yeah, not like In the that. side
2: sign the room during, yeah. COVID, I do yeah. Yeah. during COVID. Yeah, yeah. during yeah. COVID. During yeah. COVID. What about? Did he do Apache? Jump on it.
3: Kimo he, was, he danced much better than I would than I would have thought. We had a whole bit about this Tonto. during COVID.
2: Uh, 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 and then the way he moved his hips, bing. Bing, 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 yeah. Bing, dink, bump, boom, bing, doc, boom. Right, right. And that was all of us. We were all on the dance yeah. floor doing that. And yeah. then Bergman would stop. Bergman can do Bink Bump Bing, yeah. do, dot, do, I mean, and he then, definitely dances
3: better than you. Then, well, Speaking I mean, of LZ, I remember, I remember that LZ, the LZ, the bit of Cappy trying to do the dance to Stevie Nicks or whatever he was dancing to that one night. It oh, uh, yeah. wasn't
2: Stevie Nicks. Dude, with the wine and the thing. Yeah, like, yeah. What the hell no, are you it was, doing, bro? It wasn't Stevie <laughs> Nicks. It was like- <laughs> What uh, was it? It was some other Yacht Rock something or other. Yeah. It was a Steely Dan yeah. is what it was. That's yeah. right. A steely Dan. Right. Right. And, and LZ was like, Cap, um, nice backsplash in the kitchen. He's like, <laughs> he's like I don't even see you. I'm looking past you. Yeah. To the backstop. The backsplash was Mm -hmm. nice. It's nice. It's Rachel's house. Yeah, it's not his house. No, it's not my house. His house house is
3: quite fine. Um, It's all right. Speaking of your house, Cappy, your wheelhouse is the National Football League. And there's a real issue in the National Football League right now if you're a running back. Mm -hmm. Because you're not getting paid. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest problem that's hurting running backs is this. The math
2: works against them. Do you know what what I mean by that? Well, um, I would say that most NFL execs assume that running backs' careers are over when they're thirty.
3: Well, actually, it's the it has the shortest lifespan, and I mean that in a career sense, right. not actual life. Right? Football life. Uh, football lifespan of any position in the sport, average of three and a half years.
2: Yeah. So, so there's a couple of problems when you bring up math. One, the average life expectancy of an NFL running back is very short. Actually. About twenty-five percent shorter than the average, you know, career expectancy of an NFL player, which right. is about four years. Yeah. So that's one problem. Right. The second problem is like I said, everybody around the league thinks that at 30 you're toast. Right. Um, twenty-seven, twenty-eight is like the new thirty right. in the NFL. That's it. They're already starting to look and get off you. Right. And when you've had injuries, yeah. um, teams look at you and they go, Look, there's a lot of of miles on those tires. You've already been hurt once. We've seen that. Yeah, you had a great year a season ago, but I don't want to pay you for what you did last year. I need to project into the future. Future production. And the fact of the matter is, here's, here to me, you talk about the math. Here to me is the biggest part of it all. Mm-hmm. If I were to go back to the last 10 Super Bowl champions and ask you who their running back was, I'm going to guess you might actually struggle with that.
3: Well, I know the Chiefs was Isaiah Pacheco. If you tell me the team, okay, I may but be able to...
2: Isaiah Pacheco, big star. Seventh round pick. There you go. Yeah. Bang. Okay. Um, look around the rest of the NFL. Look at the best running backs in the NFL, and you'll find that most of these guys are not first round draft choices. Correct. I mean they're just not. Their guys are in the second round, third round, you just mentioned. Well, seventh they're, round. they're
3: passing the ball way more now than they've ever
2: passed the ball. So that's part of the the difference. So so when a running back is drafted in the first round like it happened but this I year But I think there's
3: exceptions to every rule.
2: Right, but the kid this year that was drafted out of Texas, Bijan Robinson. Robinson. He's an exception to the rule. Okay. Or so they think for now. Right. But 3 or 4 years from now, you know who he might be? He might be Saquon Barkley. He might be a guy that has shown you he can produce big numbers. Right. He can help you get to the playoffs, but he also might be a guy that's had a knee injury along the way. Right. And so you if I look at But the Giants part to me, and it's why I say the there has to be an exception to the rule.
3: The Giants part to me, and I understand he had a knee injury, but he bounced back from that fairly well. We saw last year. He bounced back extremely well. So but and if you're the Giants, Daniel Jones stinks. He's the guy you put your money into, believe it or not. stinks, okay? I don't give a crap what anybody tells me. That guy is not good. Like, he's average at best, Right. and you're paying him $40 million, and you franchise the guy who, by the way, 25% of his completions went to, okay? So that's the other part of this. If you're a running back, they're telling you this. They're telling you, hey— you know what? You can't just tote the ball, tote the rock, right? You got to be part of the passing game. Okay, so here's a guy in Saquon Barkley who's got 57 catches, mm-hmm. again, 25% of the receptions mm-hmm. uh though the completions that the quarterback threw, yeah. and they're still giving him a hard time. Right, that you know Saquon
2: Barkley has huge beef in my opinion. Yeah, but but here's the thing. Um if again, if you're an NFL executive, uh, look at the Rams. Rams are yeah. a good example. Yeah. And okay. by the way, so does uh, the, the kid from the Raiders, too. Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. He had like 50 catches, right. too. But look look at the Rams. Just use him as an example, okay? Since Todd Gurley left the Rams, when the Rams were a run-centric yes. team... Yes, yes. Who have the running backs... Give me a star running back that the Rams have had since. Oh, no. They haven't. Don't, they don't have anybody, right. right? But they drafted a couple... Of, who was the kid they drafted? Uh, the kid from Florida State that was uh, the issue last year. That Cam Akers? He, yeah. Okay, so Cam Akers. In the second round. Second round draft choice. Right. And by the way, the Rams are like, well, yeah, he may be our starter, but these other three guys right. are all an important part of our but offense. But the Niners just invested in McCaffrey. That's going to be an interesting one to see how it plays out. A guy who's been hurt a guy who's who who is a complete player at that position $17 million makes the most of any running back. Will he stay healthy? We will obviously find out. But there are exceptions to the rule, but honestly George, if I said to you again, go back to the last 10 Super Bowls and look at who won the Super Bowl. Right. Okay? Who were the running backs? Right. And and I, I, I did this this afternoon. I actually did this. Oh, went, you did the exercise. I, I went to, and by the way, I was like, I don't remember, I don't remember, I don't remember. Well, but you also have a terrible memory. That's true. But I got back yeah. to 2016 and Peyton Manning won the Super Bowl with the Denver Broncos. I don't know if you remember that game. I think it was Super Bowl 50 yeah. in Santa Clara. Mm-hmm. Do you remember who the running back was for the Denver? Who was Peyton Manning's running back? Well, let me rephrase the question. Who was John Elway's running back? I mean, Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis. Right, but that— Third-round th- draft th- choice. Diff- uh, terrell Davis, was he
3: third? It, I thought he maybe was like, third. I thought he was, like, seventh.
2: It could have been later. Yeah. I, you might be right. Yeah. Point is, is that the Denver Broncos kind of told you that a long time ago. We can find guys. Oh, no, guys. they were the first team right, to do they, that. We can find guys. Yeah. And I, you, you know who Peyton Manning's quarterback or running back was? Wasn't it C.J. Anderson? C.J. Anderson, Ronnie Hillman, yeah. like, names. Who also, by the way, when the Rams lost to the Patriots, was the, was the running back. Yeah, um, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, because po- Gurley got hurt, my point is this: NFL executives now don't draft running backs in the first round very often. Yeah, they don't count on just one guy, right. and that position, which used to be the superstar position of the league, right. is no longer. No, it's not. And these guys can't get paid. It's tough. It is tough, though. Don't let your kids be
3: running backs. That's right. I mean, it's going to be a tough, tough situation if you're at that
2: position, unless you become this receiver type well but but it, but even wait, Saquon is hey, dealing with how about it. this you mentioned Saquon Barkley I know we got to wrap and this up Jacobs you know who's better than both of them at least catching the ball out of the backfield McCaffrey no oh. Austin Eckler Uh, yeah he had a ton of catches undrafted free agent right who, and he's complaining about the same scenario because he finally got paid and guess what he's five million dollars a year underpaid right
3: uh coming up next Cappy we only have two more segments to go. So we got. I, I want to do this Ram story. There's alleged stuff about Matthew Stafford that we'll get to, and we'll try to sort through what's real mm-hmm.
1: and what's not next. Mm-hmm. 12 in front of 6 p.m. in the Southland on a live-imaging Tuesday on Shin and Cap. On this day, back in 1995, Selena's oh. fifth and final album, Dreamy of You, was released. This is the title track there, uh, Cappy me Do you remember way back when On the morning oh, yeah. show When we did this LZ said he was crying or and, LZ starts and we crying. made fun of him <laughs>
3: Why would you guys about?
0: Make fun of him you jerks Why would you make fun of him Because he's like You guys suck so young It was man. one of the
3: few times When Key and I agreed on something <laughs> You guys true. are so yeah, that sad That was in the first version <laughs> Why of what happened what, what, Why <laughs> was crying. crying
1: talking about it we're like really he
3: did. He started weeping. It was like I he mean, started I mean, we all love t- Selena, and the story is of tragic,
1: but yes. you don't need to cry about it.
0: Yes, you do. Not- I literally had to <laughs> preview this song yeah, but, because I know Laura, that it I touches, would start-
1: It touches you a little bit more than LZ. That was our right. point. That was the point. As, yeah. as LZ was weighing it on a little bit.
2: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Laura seems I'm very compassionate. Laura seems like she has much more, <laughs> like she, has, I'm mad at she you guys. understands I'm so the man's mad. feelings. We're not laughing
1: at Selena. You know? We're laughing at LZ. No, I know. I know, but that still messed up. How'd that go over? What? <laughs> laughing at oh, LZ. Oh, it was, it was well, funny. It,
2: la-
3: it was a fun well, bit for us. LZ liked a while. us. He I was going like to say,
0: LZ likes us. No, yeah, that's true. No, that's was that my true.
2: problem. It, wasn't, I mean, it was my problem, I guess. Yeah. For a while, it was my problem. I don't know why LZ hated me so much.
3: <laughs> really? Yeah, one why? day you guys will
1: there'll be a reunion. Why special. did you
2: I you, love have an answer? LZ. Do you? Do you have like an answer? No, I like, don't, I don't. Like there's just one. I mean answer? I've got audio if you want. <laughs> you <know>? Not here. <laughs> I mean, I've got my opinions. It's in the archives I, at home. We can I, bring it out. I've got my opinions as to why you hated it. Started
1: it started early too. It was like day three and I was yeah. like, it oh, really
0: boy. was
2: Cappy. I remember yeah. I had
3: to do a Zoom call with the two of them, just like try to make sure they all were all good, you know what I mean?
2: I know. I think I kept the voicemail LZ sent me. Oh you God. know where he like called me. He's like, "Yo, man, like I'm." uh...
1: He's not. Told, don't do the Tony Bruno version. Uh, uh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, he hated me. Yeah, I think I'm a lovable guy. I really do. I do. You grow on people. You got to grow yeah. like a fungus, though, mm-hmm. like that thing on your toenail. You see my toenail the other night? Gross. Yeah. It didn't Did, look you good. It? yeah. Did you see it? Yeah. You see it? Showed I, it to me. Well, I, you know, you left the sunset room. Yeah, I had to go. By the way. What did you think of the burger at the Sunset Room? It was very good. Outstanding. Yes. Not very good. It was very good. Excellent. Yeah. Did I tell you most underrated burger on the planet? Uh, You did, yes. Think that's fair? Uh, Sure. I'll go with that. Okay, thank you. So anyway, you left. You know, here I am. I'm wearing yeah. my shorts that I played in the game with. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing a Pearl Jam t-shirt that doesn't match what I'm wearing. Eyes
1: right. are a deep red that we haven't seen before. Deep red.
2: Yeah. I'm wearing my flip flops mm-hmm. and I'm doing the pony dance. On the dance floor with Morales, right? Dance I saw Lee.
1: I saw the video of Christopher
2: Ansley. Did you see the video of, of Bergman? Uh, I did. Yes. Yeah. Kids got moved. Impressive, well, huh? I,
3: I've seen Bergman dance. Nobody's seen that La- before. No, that's not true. Laura and I made him dance one time. Yeah, but we not did. like that. Come on. Yeah. Not in like the that. the side
2: sign, the room during yeah. COVID? COVID. Yeah, during COVID. During COVID. What about? Did he do Apache? Jump on it.
3: He Kim was, He danced much better than I would than I would have thought. We had a whole bit about this during COVID.
2: Uh, uh, And then the way he moved the hips, bing. Bing 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 yeah, bing ding, bump boom bing doc, boom right right and that was all of us we were all on the dance yeah. floor doing that and yeah. then Bergman would stop Bergman can do bing bump. Bing, yeah. do, dot, do. I mean, he then, definitely
3: dances better than you. Then, well, Speaking I mean, of LZ, I remember, I remember LZ, the LZ, the bit of Cappy trying to do the dance to Stevie Nicks or whatever he was dancing to that one night. Oh, at uh, the, uh, it wasn't
2: Stevie Nicks. Dude, with the wine and the thing. Is yeah, like, yeah. What the hell no, are you it doing, was, bro? It wasn't Stevie <laughs> Nicks. It was like- uh, <laughs> What was it? It was some other Yacht Rock something or other. Yeah. It was a Steely Dan yeah. is what it was. That's yeah. right. A steely Dan. Right. And, and LZ was like, Cap, um, nice backsplash in the kitchen. He's like, I don't even see you. I'm looking past you. Yeah. To the backstop. The backsplash was mm-hmm. nice. It's nice. It's Rachel's house. Yeah, yeah. Nice. it's
0: not his house. No, nope. yeah. it's not my no, house. It's no,
2: no, his house. house
1: is
3: quite fine. Um, it's all right. Speaking of your house, Cappy, your wheelhouse is the National Football League. And there's a real issue in the National Football League right now if you're a running back. Mm-hmm. Because you're not getting paid. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest problem that's hurting running backs is this. The math works against them.
2: Do you okay. know what, that, what that, I mean by that? Well, um, I would say that most NFL execs assume that running backs' careers are over when they're thirty.
3: Well, actually it's the it has the shortest lifespan, and I mean that in a career since right. not actual life. Right. Football life. Uh football lifespan of any position in the sport average of three and a half years.
2: Yeah. So so there's a couple of problems when you bring up math. One, the average life expectancy of an NFL running back is very short. Actually, about twenty five percent shorter than the average, you know, career expectancy of an NFL player, which right. is about four years. Yeah. So that's one problem. Right. The second problem is like I said, everybody around the league thinks that at 30 you're toast. Right. Um, 27, 28 is like the new thirty right. in the NFL. That's it. They're already starting to look and get off you. Right. And when you've had injuries, yeah, um, teams look at you and they go, Look, there's a lot of of miles on those tires. You've already been hurt once. We've seen that. Yeah, you had a great year a season ago, but I don't want to pay you for what you did last year. I need to project into the future. Future production. And the fact of the matter is, here's, here to me, you talk about the math. Here to me is the biggest part of it all. Mm-hmm. If I were to go back to the last 10 Super Bowl champions and ask you who their running back was, I'm going to guess you might actually struggle with that.
3: Well, I know the Chiefs was Isaiah Pacheco. If you tell me the team, okay, I may but be able to.
2: Isaiah Pacheco, big star. Seventh round pick. There you go. Yeah. Bang. Okay. Um, look around the rest of the NFL. Look at the best running backs in the NFL, and you'll find that most of these guys are not first round draft choices. Correct. I mean, they're just not. They're, guys are in the second round, third round. You just mentioned well, seventh they're, round. they're
3: passing the ball way more now than
2: they've ever passed the ball. So that's part of the, the difference. So so when a running back is drafted in the first round like it happened but this I year. But I think there's
3: exceptions to every rule.
2: Right. But the kid this year that was drafted out of Texas, Bijan Robinson. Robinson. He's an exception to the rule. Okay. Or so they think. For now. Right. But three or four years from now, you know who he might be? He might be Saquon Barkley. He might be a guy that has shown you he can produce big numbers. Right. He can help you get to the playoffs, but he also might be a guy that's had a knee injury along the way. Right. And so you if I look at But but the Giants part to me, and it's why I say the there has to be an exception to the
3: rule. The Giants part to me, and I understand he had a knee injury, but he bounced back from that fairly well. We saw last year. He bounced back extremely well. So but and if you're the Giants, Daniel Jones stinks. He's the guy you put your money into, believe it or not. stinks. Okay? I don't give a crap what anybody tells me. That guy is not good. Like, he's average at best. Right. And you're paying him $40 million and you franchise the guy who, by the way, 25% of his completions went to. Okay? So that's the other part of this. If you're a running back, they're telling you this. They're telling you, hey... You know what? You can't just tote the ball, tote the rock, right? You got to be part of the passing game. Okay, so here's a guy in Saquon Barkley who's got 57 catches. Mm-hmm. Again, 25 percent of the receptions, mm-hmm. uh, or the, the completions that the quarterback threw. Yeah, and they're still giving him a hard time. Right, that you know Saquon
2: Barkley has huge beef, in my opinion. Yeah, but but here's the thing, um, if again, if you're an NFL executive. Uh, look at the Rams. Rams are yeah. a good example. Yeah. And okay. by the way, so does uh, the, the kid from the Raiders, too, Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. He had like 50 catches, right. too. But look, look at the Rams. Just use him as an example, okay? Since Todd Gurley left the Rams, when the Rams were a run centric yes. team. Yes. Yes. Who have the running backs... Give me a star running back that the Rams have had since. Oh, no. They haven't. Don't, they don't have anybody, right. right? But they drafted a couple... Of, who was the kid they drafted? Uh, the kid from Florida State that was uh, the issue last year. That Cam Akers? He, yeah. Okay, so Cam Akers. In the second round. Second round draft choice. Right. And by the way, the Rams are like, well, yeah, he may be our starter, but these other three guys right. are all an important part of our but offense. But the Niners just invested in McCaffrey. That's so, going to be an interesting one to see how it plays out. A guy who's been hurt a guy who's who who is a complete player at that position $17 million makes the most of any running back will he stay healthy we will obviously find out but there are exceptions to the rule but honestly george if i said to you again go back to the last 10 super bowls and look at who won the super bowl right okay who were the running backs right and and I, I, I did this this afternoon. I actually did this. I oh, went, you did the exercise. I, I went to, and by the way, I was like, I don't remember, I don't remember, I don't remember. Well, but it, you also have a terrible memory. That's true. But I got back yes. to 2016 and Peyton Manning won the Super Bowl with the Denver Broncos. I don't know if you remember that game. I think it was Super Bowl 50 yeah. in Santa Clara. Mm-hmm. Do you remember who the running back was for the Denver? Who was Peyton Manning's running back? Well, let me rephrase the question. Who was John Elway's running back? I mean, Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis. Right, but that— Third again, round that, that, draft that, that, choice. Diff, uh, what, Terrell Davis, was he third? I thought he, he maybe was like, third. I thought he was like seventh. It could have been later. Yeah. I, you might be right. Yeah. Point is, is that the Denver Broncos kind of told you that a long time ago. We can find guys. Oh, no, guys. they were the first team right, to do they, that. We can find guys. Yeah. And I, you, you know who Peyton Manning's quarterback or running back was? Wasn't it C.J. Anderson? C.J. Anderson, Ronnie Hillman, yeah. like names. Who also, by the way, when the Rams lost to the Patriots, was the, was the running back. Yeah, um, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, because po- girlie got hurt, my point is this: NFL executives now don't draft running backs in the first round very often. Yeah, they don't count on just one guy, right. and that position, which used to be the superstar position of the league, right. is no longer. No, it's not. And these guys can't get paid. It's tough. It is tough, though. Don't let your kids
3: be running backs. That's right. I mean, it's going to be a tough, tough situation if you're at
2: that position, unless you become this receiver type well but but it, but it, even wait, Saquon is hey, dealing with how about it. this you mentioned Saquon Barkley I know we got to wrap and this up Jacobs you know who's better than both of them at least catching the ball out of the backfield McCaffrey no oh. Austin Eckler uh yeah he had a ton of catches undrafted free agent right who, and he's complaining about the same scenario because he finally got paid and guess what he's five million dollars a year underpaid right
3: uh coming up next Cappy we only have two more segments to go. So we got to. I, I want to do this Ram story. There's alleged stuff about Matthew Stafford that we'll get to, and we'll try to sort through what's real and mm-hmm. what's not next. Mm-hmm.